hi, hello, welcome, humans. Hey, it's it's us, and we sound normal now. I tried. I, I'm really sorry, everybody, for what happened last week. Uh, didn't do a sound check beforehand, and it came out really strange. Like our voices were dipped really low, so I had to put a pitch shifter on there. Man, it was a whole mess, Tyler. You just heard a sample of what it sounded beforehand. Yeah, I did. No, no, don't. Don't try to fake it, Tyler. It sounded really weird. It sounded like this. Tyler, just... (laughs) Sorry. Man. Yeah, it was... was, Yeah, it was bad. It was a bad situation. It was late at night, so I did the best fix I could for it. Yeah. We used to Skype call for this show, and your voice would do that, and, you know... We could catch it. Yeah. And now we le- had to learn the hardware if we should test yeah. our audio. <laughs> yeah. We put you know, out. one of those things that uh, that people doing a podcast should yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, every time they podcast. But hey, man. Sometimes you get a little bit loosey goosey with it. Yeah. And that's how you get this podcast, the 136th episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and you heard the voice of Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing this week? Good. Wonderful. How are you? I, you know, I did a lot of yard work this morning. It was very intense. I was trimming bushes and like bagging all the all the stuff. And man, it it stacks up after a while. Yeah, it really does. Especially when you got those big big ass clippers that are heavy. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. bending over, picking stuff up, and putting it in a bag. It was it was a hassle on my back. Yeah, yard work is not. The most fun thing. I don't enjoy it. I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't fun. It was more like the physical toll it does on your body sometimes when you're doing things the wrong way. Yeah. Like such as lifting everything with your back like an idiot. Yeah. Like that's that's just me being dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It it sucks. I don't have space for a riding mower right now. So I have to push mow my my whole yard. Now, I don't have a huge yard, but the back has that hill. Yeah. And that is I've slipped many times with a push mower in my hands. And luckily, it's one of those. If I let go, it just shuts off. Yes. Which is good. A modern. Yes, exactly. So that's good but it's still like terrifying because you know you you don't want to mow it up and down so you mow left to right and i have to like walk under the push mower and have to make sure i'm taking my time getting my feet right with every single step it's scary and and it just it sucks it's Mm. it's not fun you know and just go out there with some shears and yeah the old-fashioned way yeah i i i i'm debating next summer because at this point it's getting cold and debating next summer whether i just get a weed whacker and weed whack the shit and yeah you gotta be careful though so you don't like cut the fuck up out of your lawn and just chop it all to hell yeah either that or um just rip it up plant some flowers there (laughs) screw it build a deck over it so i don't have to mow it anymore Mm. i don't know all all expensive things the thing that's easier than mowing building a deck yeah exactly (laughs) hey but once it's there it's there sure yeah i just Uh, yeah Uh, it just sucks mm. but whatever first world problems right yeah uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of helping my grandma move to her new place. She actually does her whole big move this Saturday, so I'm mm. going to be helping her with that. Nice. Yeah, just a lot of big, heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. 
some of that stuff is not fun to move. I, I just happen all. to be the most available grandchild, so hey. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it falls on me. Yeah. There you go. Oh boy. You won fantasy football last week. The only week so far it's been easy for you. Yes. It was, it was a remarkably easy week for me, and I'm very thankful. I still would have beaten four out of the seven possible opponents yeah. like, this week. So I'm still doing – it's not like I cheesed a win. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I put up, I put up a, an average, yeah. average performance and managed to win. So I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And you got in the head of your opponent. Yes, and they released two of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I was ju- I was just joking <laughs> around with him, like because he so was, he was going to lose to me anyway because he, uh, he was in such a hole. Like there was no way he was coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I I didn't mean for that to happen. I I'm not that kind of player who just tries to head fake people into. Dropping hey, your players. It's fantasy football. No mercy. It's yeah, unless happening. no mercy, unless it's like someone that's playing against me, because you guys all like <laughs> let him know that someone was not active that week that, that he had in his lineup. So funny. I'm that like, was so yeah, funny. no mercy except for people who are playing against me. That's a lot of fucking mercy you gave him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, I had no mercy for who I was playing. Yeah, you you put up a shit ton of points against my brother. I feel like I scored the most points that anybody has scored in the past few three years that we've done this. That I can remember. I don't remember anybody being in the one eighties. I I remember one sixties and one seventies. Yeah, I don't I, know. I'd have to do the research. E- either way, one hundred eighty three points. Just damn. Just kept pouring it on. It was uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So somehow I've just come alive the past two weeks. I mean, we'll see. I still have a trade offer on the table with you. I know. If you, if you st- you're still mulling it over, you have to get it done before. I know, and it's too honestly, it's 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 a fair offer too. I'm just debating on it um, because he, I kind of need him this week for sure. Yeah, but and, I'm giving you a replacement for this week. I know, but I need him specifically. <laughs> so, we'll see. It's good. <sighs> good stuff. But on to video games, which is what this show is actually about. I'm not sure if it, that's that's clear anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, we know. talk about a lot of different stuff, but video games especially on PlayStation. Tyler, I've been playing games. Have you been playing games? Oh, yes. Tell me about the video games that you are finally being able to play. Yeah. Thanks to shipping being bad. So, let's see. I was off Friday, off work, and uh, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to go buy a copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and play it, and it ended up showing up on Saturday. I'm like, wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. But get that return label on there and get that the fuck back. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, finally. You know, should have probably had impressions on this last week. But played a few hours of this game, and so far it is a very big video game. Oh. There is a lot of game to be had with this one. Are you telling me Ubisoft made it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it is stuffed with as much shit as they could possibly stuff this What's game. What's the map look like? The dude, I, I'm serious. I, I pulled the map up and I just my I just went, "Oh my god. 
Like, I'm going to be playing this game forever. It is huge. And it's also, like, there's a lot of islands there. And that's that's cool um but also there's a lot of like sailing in this one you know there's like a whole black flag component like literally more so than origins um yeah it's it's a massive map but you know you don't leave the starting island for five or six hours probably Mm. i mean you're you're on there for a long time and it, it teaches you a lot of different things about the game it I'm debating whether I like it more than Origins right now uh, because to me it is so similar still. Uh, but I will say I chose um, Cassandra. Uh, so I really enjoy her as a character. I feel like she's okay. just perfect uh, for the tone that's going on right now. And her, her voice acting is really well done. And so I'm enjoying her, but I also I really ended up liking Bayek. So I don't know. Uh, the overall story where I left off is I'm actually like intrigued by so and they do a lot of really cool like backstory sort of things in the beginning so far there's probably I think I want to say I've experienced about four different cutscenes that are all her past uh, which help explain some some interesting things that then happen in in you can relate it to and so the story I'm like I'm more intrigued by it early on than I was Assassin's Creed or, uh, Origins. Um, and, and I like Cassandra. The world, uh, I, I can't say too much yet just because it's fucking huge and I've only experienced literally what feels like a drop in a bucket even though I've been to many places now. <laughs> you know, But yeah. what I've been to, I'm like, this is neat. Like you have your caves, you have your hills, your towns. It's pretty. There's beautiful sunsets, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff and, and, and fun things to climb. You know, it, it's, it's got some cool vibes to it, but I'm waiting, uh, to say until I get to like Athens, you know, yeah. like origins was cool. And then you got to Alexandria and you're like, Oh shit. Like this is fucking cool. You know what I mean? In terms so of world. How do they handle like handle the map though? Like with all these different areas that you could, is it, is it open from the beginning or is like, is it like level gated certain areas or what, you, what's happening there? You, once you, uh, so you go through a bunch of stuff in the store, you eventually get a ship and once you get the ship, you can go anywhere, but it is level gated in a way. Like I could go to an Island, but it will probably be level 30 you know, mm. so I can't really do anything. So th- there is a path in a way that you have to take at least early on. I'm sure, you know, you get several hours into the game, then it's really going to open up and go wherever the fuck you want. And also they do the whole, and I, I, I don't like this system as much. And it's a Bethesda thing of things scale with you. Yeah. So they do that in this game. I don't like it to an extent because I like getting to the point where I feel like a fucking badass all the time, you know? And I feel like that's going to take a very long time to do in this game. It also (laughs) seems a little bit strange because also like with areas being level gated, if they're going to have the lower things scale up to you, it's, it seems like they're trying to have both. And that's a a strange thing to try to do. And even the quest, uh, they scale with you. Mm. So you might get a quest at level four, and then when you're at level six, it's a level six quest. Mm. It's just kind of interesting. I, I'm just not sure how I 
I uh, enjoyed in this game. Uh, it's not as bad in, say, Skyrim, uh, for example, but at some point, like, I just want to feel like a badass if I have to go back to these areas and just rip dudes' faces off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the combat is interesting, too, and I feel like they've made some some nice uh, adjustments to it because you have abilities you can use, like the Spartan Kick. There's this Bull Rush that I really enjoy using, and there's there, there, there's this other ability I have where um, my a, any weapon I have will be poisonous for 15 seconds, and as I'm beating the shit out of dudes, they're being poisoned and all sorts of stuff, and I like that. You know, the, the abilities are really cool, but it has that kind of dance to it in a way of dodging at the right times and, and stuff that I thoroughly enjoyed in Origins especially in the later game with some of the later boss fights and stuff like how just you had to be very methodical with how you did them and I like that uh, what, what was it? I just started off I was at level 1 I got a side quest that was level 2 and I just had to go in some cave and figure something out and I was just getting my ass handed to me and i'm like oh, so, oh so my it's, god it's really strict on the level stuff sort of sort of um but then you know i just ended up being smart and, and mm -hmm. got through it and that pushed me to level two so it was good that i ended up doing it but um yeah that's in that that's that was fun so yeah there's there's the ship combat which is black flag like you're sailing around to these islands and your crew singing songs and you see a bunch of ships in the distance and you can fight them if you want and you, all sorts are of stuff. you doing the whole like maneuvering aiming your broadside towards them and releasing yep. Yep. oh cool so so right now i have i mean because it's in greece you have a bunch of archers you can use um and spears you can throw and uh one thing that I loved and I ended up doing this and there's a trophy for it. Uh, you can literally ram and like spear a ship mm. in half. So there was a ship that was like, kind of down and I just accelerated with the boost and you get this like boost thing and just bam right through them. It was super satisfying. Um, but there's a whole, not only is there an upgrade tree for your character, which you, you unlock abilities and then you can upgrade those abilities three times each. Which it's like, oh, holy mother of pearl. There's an entire upgrade for the ship stuff. And you can go recruit certain guys to make your ship better. Like, I, I recruited a dude that uh, makes my archers better. But there's three other slots that I still have yet to fill. Um so there's that you can upgrade literally a ton of shit on the, on the ship. It's a whole other world. And then there's this mercenaries mechanic, which is a nemesis-like system in the game. So think Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor. And uh, yeah, there's, there's that component. Like there's tiers of dudes and you have to go find these dudes and take them out. It's kind of like... Um, I always pronounce it wrong. The the flackies, flackatai, flacky, yeah, whatever they were from from origins, like those big boss like dudes that'll just roam the world. Mm. Um, it, it's like that, but it's got this tree to it now, and there's ten tiers of this, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like mm. there's there's all of that too, um, and then on top of that. Each island is controlled by the Athenians or the Spartans because they're at war with each other. And 
you have to, you know, knock the influence out of all of these different islands. So as you're killing dudes, as you're taking out uh, like leaders, as you're completing quests, that stuff goes down too. So there's that on top of it. That's what I'm saying. There is so much game stuffed into this it's almost too much there's your uh, review and progress so much game (laughs) it really is and 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 it's just look i get it and i can see myself really liking this game but i'm like oh my god did you need all of this shit how much would you like this game when you were in high school Oh, I would have loved it. I would have been all over this game by now. Um, But, you know, now being an adult working a full time job and other things, it's a little bit hard to to really sit there and go, oh, my God, like it it is overwhelming. And and I I enjoyed the time I've spent with it so far. But like I'm saying, if you want a package of just a ton of shit an absolute unit one might say yeah in, in in like origins they took a step to being an rpg and that was a big game yeah for sure yeah but that game was also manageable like you could finish that game in 30 hours you know mm-hmm. 25 30 hours and you know felt like you know so i would say it's a little bit bigger and a little bit longer but like spider-man spider-man you're in and out in 20 hours you know origins was kind of the same way depending on how much of the side content you wanted to do, I, I absolutely see this being at least a 60-hour game. Like, yeah. it is a f- damn near fully blown RPG at this point with the way certain things are. I like the dialogue choices. I think that stuff's cool. I haven't seen the ripple effect of that too much yet, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And there's a lot of talk about this game being like grindy um yeah what, what do you have to say about like the the pacing of the leveling and what you have to do to level up like how, how that split up between like yeah combat main quest side quests and like i heard there were like some really like procedural looking side quest stuff which is like go fetch this and bring it back like yes. mmo type stuff so there's the side quest there's the main quest and then there's a message board that has a ton of other just random yeah. shit so so how often are you going to that message board with those things to just to level up so far i've only been to the message board once and it had one mission for me but i've been, just been doing side missions and i'd say i've done the majority of the side missions i've seen so far um, I don't think it's overly grindy, but I don't think it's easy at the same time. And I, I you know, this game is so huge. I, I can kind of understand why they didn't say like, oh, you, you know, you get to the second island, you're level 15 already out of 50. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. have so much game left to see still. So I don't think it's overly grindy to me, uh, but also... I, I, I'm I'm like I said, I've played the game for a while, but I still feel like I'm in the early stages. So once I get into the twenties, thirties, maybe it might become more of a grind as I need more experience and have to do more side quests, but maybe they'll give you know, give more experience. Cause I feel like Origins wasn't a grind at all. Yeah. And right. and you leveled up fairly quickly in that game and at a good pace to me. Um but I've not hit the point where 
I go, I can't do this right now and I have to go grind. Okay. Grind out some stuff. I will say, I feel like the side quests are a lot better from the get go in this one. All right. Because cool. uh, that was a drag in Origins for a while. You know, once you got deeper into the game. I think some of the later side quests definitely got better. Yeah. The, yeah. Some of the late game side quests were fucking great. And right off the bat, I feel like just the storytelling is a little bit better. It's still like, go here, assassinate these guys or steal this or whatever. But, um, the 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 story around it's a lot better so far it's an interesting game it's a lot of game i'm sure i'll be talking about this one for a while try not to talk about it every week because it'll take me a while I mean, to get sure, through there, there's something coming up here exactly. pretty soon that you'll be talking about instead of <laughs> exactly. that, that has that, does that have you worried with red dead on the on the around the corner that you might fall off this and uh, do you think it's going to be an easy thing to come back to I think, think you'll be overwhelmed because there is so much game there. I think I think it is a little bit of both. I think some of the gameplay will be pretty easy to come back to, but some of the systems I might go like, I don't even remember what I was doing, or maybe I lose track of the story or whatever. Because to me, Red Dead takes priority. Like, I'll get back to this game next month or two. I don't, I don't really know. Um, there's a lot of games right now that, yeah. and I'm just kind of juggling back and forth so I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey played some more Forza that game's fucking awesome yeah. I love that game uh, we've talked about that game a lot um, played more just because I felt like it I played some Spider-Man just yeah. knocking out some side, DLC side missions week. I know and, and I'm looking forward to that too um, but yeah just did some side missions and challenges and all this stuff I played for probably two hours and one crime popped for me the whole time. Mm. And I'm like, you are completely kidding me because I still have a decent number of crimes left. And I'm like, if this is going to take this long to do, fuck that. That's strange. But I feel like know? it shouldn't be like that. Like it, it wasn't like that for me. Uh, uh, crimes were popping yeah. pretty quickly for me when I was playing. Uh, were you being careful not to cross over district lines while you were swinging around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because huh. what I did is I just stayed in each district, and I'm like, all right, I still have a side mission here, a sable base were you, here. Were you swinging around? Yeah. Oh man. Huh. Yeah. Strange. Because I finished everything in uh, Central Park, and I still had three crimes left, so I just swung around forever, and and nothing popped. Okay. Yeah. Central Park is that is one that's kind of difficult. Just mm-hmm. by it's a huge park without yeah. like much. Yeah. I don't know. So there's that, uh, but Spider-Man's still still fucking fun to play. Um, just chipping away at that platinum on that one. And then the last thing I played was a lot of Destiny 2. Oh, yeah, I walked in on Destiny you playing 2. Destiny 2. Yeah. Caught you I, with your pants I've down. played Destiny 2 for the past three nights, and I only intended on playing it for one night and playing mm. Assassin's Creed, the other one. And I've ended up playing it... <laughs> For a bunch, uh, have you done any festival of loss? Yes, I've done. I've done the quests going through. Uh, going through it now, I have the bounties that I could do if I wanted to, but mm-hmm. I haven't really dug into those too deeply. Got you. Yeah, I, I. That's pretty much all I've been doing is festival of the lost. So it's their Halloween event. Uh, you get a bunch of masks that you could wear. Yeah. Uh, but what I want is this auto rifle that is 600 and it's called the horror story and it just looks fucking awesome and so that's what i'm grinding towards and you need 120 fractured souls 
you get fractured souls by doing their new event, the haunted forest. Have you done like a full haunted forest? Run? I've only done the one required by the quest. I haven't actually okay. gone back to it. So when you go back to it, the main thing is you have 15 minutes to get as far as you possibly can in the forest and it's procedurally generated and there's seven levels to it. I've only gotten a level five. Uh, so in each level, you have to kill 50 enemies. Each enemy is worth 2%. Once you hit 100%, then you go and fight a boss. The boss is random. Most of the time, uh, it's just kind of typical normal bosses that you faced before. A witch. Like a, a, a big version leader. of the, of the yeah. other things. Uh, gigantic Minotaur-like dude. Like, it... It's kind of the same stuff, but that's every, every branch is what they call them. So then the next branch, things are a little bit harder and you got, uh, however much time you have left to do it. So it's like a big time trial. Sort I of mean, thing. this, it seems like the thing that I always thought they were going to do with, uh, uh, shit, the, the infinite, infinite forest. forest. Yeah. That's, it's, it's the thing that you thought they'd do with that yes. when they were setting that up. And it, it makes sense. It's a good use for the infinite forest. It looks cool. It's dark and it's, you know, so it's a little hard to navigate sometimes. Yeah. I have fallen off several times because I just wasn't paying attention. I'm like, oh, I can jump over to there and nope, nope, don't make it. Um, and there's also this random guy that walks around that I have not been able to kill at all. He's immune to everything. And he just huh. runs around. He's like a knight and he comes around and beats the shit out of you. Um, I don't know if he's like the last boss. There's seven levels of this, and I'm like, I don't even know how in the fuck you could get to to uh, level seven. Because I've done it several times, I only get to five. But you get a fractured soul for every level you clear. So okay. most of the time you're ending up with five or six. You need 120 for this thing. Mm. There are bounties to do. The bounties will get you one extra fractured souls. There's a bounty where if you complete 15 bounties, they'll give you 40 yeah. extra. So right now I'm at 62, uh-huh. So and I need two more bounties. So I had 40 pretty much. I'm at 100. I'm going to have to hop on that if I want to catch up. So so I'm nearly there to, to get it. I really only need to do maybe two or three runs and maybe complete one or two bounties. Okay. Just two bounties, really. Um, but yeah, I'm almost there. It's, to me, it's the best festival of the Lost they've had because I've always thought it was kind of a boring event because there was I felt like there was nothing worthwhile to do. Like, the masks are cool and all that stuff, but like give me something real that that could benefit me. Uh, and also the adding this little extra gameplay thing. It's not like the most exciting thing in the world, but it's something different to do for a week. Mm. In Destiny, they're also running Iron Banner at the same time, yeah. so it's like, like shit. trying to split your attention there. I mean, I already have I have the full uh, armor set for the Iron Banner, so oh, wow. it's really about getting a full. Like I did that the first Iron mm. Banner this season. Yeah. Uh, so really, if I were to go back into it, it would be about going after uh, specific weapons that yeah. I want. Yeah. I have two armor sets where I need one thing mm. each. Like. Damn it. The the wing thorium and the ancient apocalypse set. I'm like, come on. I want to just knock out all of these these yeah. quests that they give you. Um yeah, it's it's neat. That's basically what I've been playing uh in that game. Did some dreaming th- Oh, that's why I did. Did some dreaming city things last night. We were yeah. running around in it. Um 
Dreaming City is just so fucking cool. I love it. Uh, we were like, let's go do a blind well. All right. Get there. Uh, we're rolling tier one, which, you know, totally fine. And there's two other guys there and then three of us. Um, and then these guys were like, YOLO, let's jump to tier three. Yeah. And I got my ass handed to me because I'm at 522. Yeah. And I think you need to be like 540. So I was doing things, but I was getting like one shot from a shield from the phalanx or a thrall or whatever. So mm. I was trying my best to help. I don't know what these guys were at. They had to have been close to 600 because oh. they were ripping through this shit. And I'm like, thank you. Like, yeah, you're helping me get through this stuff. And then I didn't even know this. You get to the point. Have you done this? The, the, all the blind well stuff. No, you can overcharge the well after tier three oh. and there's a, so, well, let me back up the tier three. You have to fight four bosses at the same time. I could hardly do anything. They took all of them out. Just mm. the two of them. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, I mean, we helped a little bit, but they did the majority of the damage, uh, pretty much. But yeah, you get to a point where you can overcharge the well, pretty much, and it's a heroic event. And there's some gigantic fucking boss. It was 580 recommended power. I'm at 522. Oh, I couldn't even damage anything. It just popped out question marks. When I would shoot something, it wouldn't even do anything. Huh. So we just ran around, and these guys literally took this boss out by themselves, and then I ended up getting these pretty fucking rad boots out of it. Nice. I'm like, thanks? <laughs> I mean, they were doing it anyway. They yeah. didn't give a shit if you were there or not. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just like... It, it was funny, but I also kind of feel bad that I literally just piggybacked off these guys to, to get like really good shit. Uh, it just makes me want to get to a good point in that game to where I mean, we they, they probably knew what they were getting into seeing y'all yeah. doing a le level one. Yeah. And they're like, ah, whatever. These yeah. guys are just kind of in our way. We want to do our thing. Yeah. So. Well, I, well, honestly, I thought you had to go one, two, three. Oh, you can huh. literally just jump in there if you have the right charge and do whatever you want. It's yeah. kind of like the Court of Oryx. You know, if you yeah. had the right things with Court of Oryx, you can just jump into the top tier <laughs> stuff. The blind well is really fucking fun. Uh, and I want, I want to do a lot more of that. Dreaming City's just fantastic. It's such a cool place. So, yeah, I'd like to do more there. Yeah, that's been my destiny adventures. Nice. What else? What have you played? Uh, well, I, as I've said, I, I've done some of the destiny stuff. I mean to go back to it. Uh, well, I, I was hesitant, but I went back to Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh boy! Put another seven hours into it. So I'm about uh, 22 hours in now. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about a third of the game in. Uh, the next arc, a couple of arcs, uh, well, I think it's only one arc. It was just one big arc. And I got into a ne to, to the next one, but it, they actually told a decent story. The writing gets better. And they told cool. a sad tale of a fisherman and a mermaid who couldn't be together. Oh. Because of some mermaid's curse and the town being superstitious and all that shit but yeah they had a decent story in there and that, that was fun uh the i ran into the first boss battle that required me to do more than hit a thing and heal when i need to mm. so yeah that that was interesting figuring out uh, how to beat a boss that was actually challenging uh forced me to use my brain for once when playing this game because up until now, it was basically just do a shit ton of damage, and if you need to heal, just take a turn to heal. Mm -hmm. But I, I had to do more than that. Mm -hmm. 
do some buffs, do some debuffs, do some damage over time and healing over time. But yeah, that was fun. Um, then I started... I was just going to ask really quick, which, out of all the JRPGs, like, put them in order, what's your favorite? Like, Persona 5, Nino Kuni, of like, Dragon Quest 11? Uh, of stuff on the PlayStation 4? Sure. Um, so I'd probably... I put Persona 5 at the, as the best JRPG on the PlayStation 4 right now. Mm-hmm. Behind it, I'd probably put Final Fantasy 15 and then Nino Kuni too. Interesting. Uh, and I'm just listing the ones that I've played, obviously, and then Dragon yeah. Quest 11. Yeah. I mean, none of them are bad. Yeah. Uh, of any of them, like I, I think Dragon Quest 11 is a is an average game for me. Uh, I think Nino Kuni's two is a little bit above average. Mm-hmm. I think Persona 5 was excellent. Uh, and then in between there is Final about, Fantasy 15. Um, well, I guess it's not full on, but like near Automata. Well, near Automata is really kind a JRPG. Of, it's, it's, it is and it's not. It's it's in like the Kingdom Hearts realm to me yeah. of like it's it's an action JRPG, I guess you could say. I mean, you, could, you say. could say that about Final Fantasy 15 too. You could yeah, say that about, uh, good. you could say that about Nina Kuni too. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a decent Genres. collection of it. Yeah. It's good to see that stuff coming back on PS4, though. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I'm I'm trying to think. Yeah, PlayStation 4 is old now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I think it was a PS3 game first, but Child of Light was one was a really good one. Yeah. I mean, it's not real. It's not technically a Japanese RPG. It was made in France, but yeah, it's that style of game. Yeah. And then there was... Uh, Oh, shit, Cosmic Star Heroin is up there too. Hmm. I'd actually put that. Yeah, uh, I'd put that above Final Fantasy Fifteen. That one's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. There are some good JRPGs out there if you're looking. And I haven't even played any of the modern Tales games. I don't know if the Tales games are good or not. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's that. Uh, I've also I started. I put about four hours into Darksiders two. Oh. Decided cool. to start that up. Mm-hmm. Good old action RPG playing as Death mm. with a big old scythe. It's a fun yeah, I've I like the first Darksiders. I think this one's starting off uh I, I like the way it plays better. They did add some annoying things like the wall running and jumping and stuff like that. Oh, really? It it seems mm. it seems a little bit uh hinky at certain play points like certain points where you're supposed to like jump off one wall onto another wall and then do certain stuff some sometimes some of the controls feel a little bit weird around that but the combat itself i feel is stronger it's a gear based game a little bit more so yeah it, it have is there still like dungeons yeah yeah there's okay. st- definitely still dungeons okay uh with puzzles i the puzzles aren't that complex um yeah it I heard with that one they toned it down a little bit more with that stuff. Yeah, it's like more the, they definitely like combat. the puzzles. They definitely uh, cue you in a lot more onto what you should do next. And they, there's a guide actually, kind of. Uh, you have a crow called uh, I think Dust, mm. and if you hold in the left stick, it'll give you a hint about what to do next or where to go next. Yeah. And yeah, it's I'm having fun with it. I look forward to playing the rest of it. It's a good October game. Yeah, interesting death. to say that with so many. Uh, no, well, big I'm games thinking like the yeah, uh, I guess, Halloween right. themed okay. kind of kind you. of games. I got you. 
But yeah, uh, let's see. What else have I been playing? Like, of course, there's Forza. Uh, I'm going to get back into the Elder Scrolls Online uh, probably tomorrow uh, with the events that are going on in there. And then, of course, there's... Man, I, I say that, but then there's Soul Calibur coming tomorrow. Like, a yeah. lot of... This, I'm, like, on the precipice of playing a lot of different games. Yeah. Soul Calibur tomorrow, Red Dead next week, Spider-Man DLC Red, Is Red Dead week. a Friday release? Yep, yeah, next Friday. Yeah. Holy guacamole, things are happening. Yeah, it's busy time in games. I've been seeing a lot of positive things about that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. I've mm-hmm. been watching some streams of the blackout mode that's interesting to me. Yeah. Man, just a lot of stuff. Mm. Yeah. A lot of news this week, too. Some stuff happening around there. Happening around studio culture and how the workplace is this week. We'll start it off on a positive note here. Sega has eliminated 80% of long overtime hours. This is according... To a report, a financial report from Sega, and it's, uh, I think this it is a positive move mm-hmm. to eliminate extensive overtime hours. I feel like there there are always better solutions, whether it come from scheduling or hiring, to uh, resolve those kinds of issues. And this is a hot topic this week. Uh, um, there's not much to talk about here other than yeah they're doing good stuff but the what makes this a hot topic this week is the casual nature of how Dan yeah. Hauser described his working habits at Rockstar of course he being one of the higher ups there on the writing team saying he was working 100 hour weeks with his writing team he later clarified his remarks saying that that was just his writing team and he doesn't expect other people to work like that but this to me the the, the way he casually remarked this and I, I read the vulture article that was on that uh that this interview first came out on and just like the casual nature it seemed like it came out of it seemed really just bizarre that they were like oh they were so okay with saying yeah we'll work 100 hour weeks as if like that's a thing to be proud of i think that's like that's something like when you're so high up in a company, when you say something like that so casually and being so proud about it, I feel like that's something that, I don't know, it, it you imagine being an employee there and seeing higher ups and seeing and wanting to get up to that position to be that kind of guy and then seeing like what they do up there, like work, working a hundred hour weeks, that's like, that's more than 14 hours a day if you work seven days a week. That's an that's an insane work schedule that is by no means normal. That is like twice as much as a as a typical long work week is. Mm-hmm. And man, that's just crazy. It's crazy to say because like you you're at a position of high of high power in that on that studio and you want to set an example for people. And and saying like this is the example that you're setting hundred hour work weeks. That's I think it's safe to say that's unhealthy. Yeah, I would say a hundred hour work week is unhealthy, and I I, I don't yeah. think anyone can really disagree with that. And they, 
I don't know. There's there's some weird things about uh, the way they responded to that too. Yeah. Like after like to clarify, uh, like there was one particular line. We don't expect anyone else to work this way across the coal company. We have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about the project or their particular work, and we believe that passion shows in the games we release. But that additional effort is a choice. We don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this. Uh, where's the other line? Oh, no one senior or junior is ever worked to work ever forced to work hard. Yeah, That's a very strange line there. <laughs> As if the bar for working hard is his example. Yeah. I feel like that it, that says something about like the studio culture and like the president he's setting for other employees at the company. Yeah. Uh, now, he did say that this was only his team. Yes. That so it's him and I think three other people on the writing team that did worked a hundred hour weeks for three weeks. Um, but that's something he clarified right after. I don't, if I was him, I wouldn't even say that. Yeah. Like you, you know, if you, it was in right after it came out of his mouth, he should have clarified it immediately. Yeah. And it had to have been in the back of his head of like, this is going to create a shit storm around this, you know, or maybe he's just so like, he's so casual about it in, in saying that, like he sees, says it like it's normal. Like yeah. th- that's what it sound, came across in the interview. He said it like he, it was normal. Yeah. Now, there's been a lot of, you know, things you hear about Rockstar, uh, especially from the past of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of shitty to work there sometimes and you're just working your ass off and insane hours and all this stuff but um what i thought was weird is that they had a ban on social media yeah where you could not talk about your work experiences at rockstar at all which is <laughs> which is telling about the culture fucking there. crazy to me absolutely crazy um and the head of hr then sent out an email to rockstar employees saying go ahead Fuck it. Yeah. Talk about it. And then from there, you, you hear mixed things. Like, there are some people who are saying, like, that they work, like, there are some normal sounding stories coming out of this as well. Like, it's it's obviously not everyone. It's obviously not everyone at Rockstar, but I, I think the problem really is just the culture and the president that he's setting, leading as an, by example there. I, I think that's. Yeah, it it might not be as much of a problem, but it's still a problem with just the the culture of the workplace there. Yeah, I mean, there's some people like this one here um, from, uh, I guess, Vivian Langdon, a tools programmer. I have never worked more than maybe 50 hours a week, but I generally work around two to six hours of paid overtime per week. Uh, then someone else said, I have been a rock star for two years. I never worked anywhere close to 100 hours. There was there was some crunch, sure, but nothing ridiculous. We worked hard on the game, and we weren't being abused. I think the most I did on Red Dead Redemption 2 was around 60 for one week. Which, mm. you know, working 60 in one week sucks, but I think most people have to do it at least at some point mm-hmm. in their careers. I know I've certainly had to yeah, do I, it Yeah, I've done times. a 60-hour week, and yeah, that, that sucks, but... Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, you do that once. You shouldn't have to do that for a month or two straight. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, 
and, and some a lot of these people are saying that they've never worked anywhere close to that. But there was an XPR guy, jo, uh, Job Stauffer, said that during the GTA 4 era, it was like working with a gun to your head for seven days a week. And other observers criticized the company for its overtime practices. Um that's crazy yeah. to hear. Yeah, the thing is, like the thing is when you like when you see the people at the top talking like this, it gets in your head as someone working there, like that it, you should be that you should more. be working more. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a it might not necessarily be a forced problem, but it's it's definitely like it's a psych just this kind of I don't want to call it psychological warfare, but it's like it's kind of like pushing your team without really they're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. But when you you've got to be responsible with how you talk in public about your own personal work, work especially when you're when you're a leader at a company like that. I agreed. Like like that's just kind of kind of crazy to me. And, you know. I hope what he's saying is true, though, that it was maybe just his team of four or five people that did this. I still don't think it's good, and I still don't think it's normal to do that. And I think it's but, it's a weird thing to be proud of, to be working 100-hour weeks. It's yeah, a weird thing. To, that, that, to me, sounds like a mark of... It, like being inefficient. Yeah. That sound that's that doesn't Crazy. sound like Yeah, it it is working hard, but it isn't working smart. Yeah. It isn't working in a healthy environment. It, yeah. It's But if the if the rest of the team, you know, only, you know, worked, you know, maybe they did a long week, one or two weeks here and there or whatever, then, you know, it's still not perfect, but it's it's better. I'm like, like I said, I hope what he's saying is true to an extent. I also hope that these people are being 100% compensated for any fucking overtime that they get. Mm-hmm. Um, because like where I work, if I, I could put in 30 hours of overtime, but I'm only getting paid for 40. Yeah. And that shit sucks. That is completely demoralizing in a way. And, um, you know, if, 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 I worked a hundred hours. I would not be bragging about that <laughs> in a way. Like you said, like I would be like, dude, I worked, I had to work a hundred hours and fuck it sucked. You know, like that is just nuts to me. Um, now who knows? Maybe these guys just, like they said, they, they truly just love what they do. And that's just their, their thing, you know? They they just love writing and fucking creating video games, which could be. But I still think that's just crazy. But but crunch has become more of a thing that people like us that play games yeah. are realizing in I feel like a lot of people out there are just going like, no, like you don't have to crunch, you know? Push the game back. There's plenty of other shit yeah. to play. You know? Yeah. They don't have to do it. Crunch, a, a lot of people don't really understand this, but crunch is not, like, it's not a mandatory thing. It's it's generally a problem with, like, scheduling and, like, yes, and management. just making timelines. It, and it's kind of... The problem is shareholders and yeah. getting quarterly reports. They care too much about that. And, like, I feel like... Rockstar is a big enough name that it can tell its shareholders to wait. Yeah, to fuck off. <laughs> just be like, we have this other thing where we are r- just raking in the cash you every have day. Ro- if you have Rockstar, <laughs> if you have Rockstar stock, that's money in the bank that you can 
that is yeah. almost guaranteed to grow. They're, they have a pedigree there, and it's they are one of the few studios who could push back against it this kind of crunch and i i'd really like them to take more of a a lead in the games industry to do do this kind of stuff and yeah. it's 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 all it's a, just a little bit disappointing how they talk about it like yeah. how it's yeah it's not something that i think any team should brag about or be mm-hmm. be like okay with and, and that's why i think it's great like what Sega's doing of trying to eliminate all that stuff like you know build your schedules Sega's a little been bit putting better out some and, good stuff lately they have and and uh, yeah i just it's it's something that needs to be eliminated because the guys at the top just cannot continue to abuse and burn out their entire teams anymore. Mm-hmm. These games just, especially on the AAA side, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more intense, more detail, all this stuff. And it, you just can't uh, keep pressuring people like that or, or having people feel like up oh, next, next project, you know, uh, this next month, sorry, I can't do anything because I have to work 80 hours a week, yeah. every fucking week. Like that's just not, it's not healthy. It's not good for anybody. Like you work a lot of overtime one week. All right. You work a lot of overtime the second week and you, 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 you just don't start to feel right. Like you're not like, at least for me, like I, I don't feel happy. I don't, even if I'm getting a lot done, I don't feel satisfied. Like I just, you have to have time to, you know, be who you want to be outside of work and to like decompress, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hang out with your friends or your family or play video games, listen to music, do whatever the hell you, you enjoy doing, go outside, I, whatever. Um, because to me, I, I always feel like if I work 40 to, to 50 hours, hell yeah, get a lot done. And, and if I can spend time doing what I enjoy doing, then I'm going to come back the next day. I'm going to be way more productive, way, way, you know, happier, enjoying my job a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just people need that time. And I, I know like there are deadlines, but it's like, like you said, like it's rock star, you know, they could tell whoever the hell they want. Sorry, we're pushing this game to February because we're not working these insane weeks. We're only working 40, 50 hour weeks and you get it when you get it. And I feel like all game developers in in a way, like I just wish that that could be the case. I feel like on the AAA side, it could, you know, like, I don't know, you, you push the game. Fuck it. Who cares? Like your shareholders will get their money eventually and your team will just be better off in the long run to continue to produce good games for you. Yeah. And in that way you can, you can uh, retain people a lot because the average age of people leaving the games industry is like 27 years old. Yeah. And I, I would wonder if you, want, if you, if you like it in the long run, it would actually make games better because you'd have veterans yeah. sticking around who know Absolutely. their shit, who can actually teach the new generation how to do things the right way. Absolutely. I would wonder a place like Bethesda games, uh, has, you know, like the longest retention rate for exactly. people. I, I wonder what the studio culture is there. Yeah. It's, and that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, do they crunch? And if they do, like, 
I'm sure they do in a way, but like, what's it look like? Or, or, you know, is their development schedules more on point because they're more seasoned and they know like we need this much time. Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and we need this much time and we're not going to just completely kill ourselves trying to get this game out the door. And yeah, I, w- I would be curious how, how they deal with that stuff or, yeah, I'm trying to think of another company that would do that because because every company does it. Like Nintendo, I'm sure Nintendo does it in a way. Naughty Dog, I'm sure everybody does it in a way. But but that's just the one I'm probably more curious of because they just have such a high retention rate of people. Uh, it's an interesting problem on like how do you solve it in a way. And I think it is, for the most part, solvable. Yeah, you know what I mean? Either you, like, you delay a game or you hire more people to do the work, to try to make the work go faster. I mean, there are ways to prevent crunch. Absolutely. All right, well. And also... Don't ban your employees from being on social media. That's, Fuck that. That's just a bad look. That that's is like not corporate good. overlord like try. Yeah, that is not you better good at not all. tell anyone about us. Yeah. Also, just a really quick Red Dead Redemption 2 story. Yeah. Um, because there's a few things out there of like file sizes is apparently like 150 gigabytes if you want to download it on PS4 digitally. Like yeah, that crazy mm-hmm. shit. Um but also there's a there's a story out there that apparently independent game stores won't get Red Dead 2 until November, potentially November 7th. Um, Gamefly is not going to get it right away, which to me, whatever, who cares? Um, but but if you pre-order from a local game store that you like going to, and, and we have one around here, yeah. I, I, I wonder if they're getting the game at all you know for release day so that kind of sucks uh but you know of course if you buy it digitally or the big chains will have it apparently they're they're scared of mom and pop stores breaking the street date which okay that could be a concern it happens I don't I mean, know. It happens, but also like you're really hurting these oh, like, yeah. these small businesses. It, 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 to me it's like um like what Disney did in a way with uh, when Star Wars The Last Jedi came out. They're like, or maybe it was either Star Wars The Last Jedi or Avengers Infinity War, one of their two biggest movies past year, um, where they said, we're taking way more money of every ticket sold than we normally do. Mm. And they just did it. And these movie theaters are like, well, you know, it's either we have Avengers Infinity War in our theaters and, or we don't, you know? It, yeah. I mean, they make all, most of their money off of concessions and stuff, but that's that's the biggest movie of the year and we just have to put up with Disney's shit, you know? Because we want to have that movie and attract, we know a lot of people come in, we'll sell a popcorn or whatever. You know, it, it, remi- it reminds me of that in a way of like, we're rock star, fuck you, we can do whatever you want. You lo- you know, local small chain that only has two or three stores or one store, fuck you. You're not getting it right away. Just mm-hmm. that stuff sucks. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. A lot of just swirly shit around this game yeah. so far. And and you know though, playing Red Dead, 
Redemption 2, as cool as it might be, in the back of your mind, you're, you're going to th- potentially think of like, man, these people really just potentially just slaved away on this mm-hmm. to get it done. Yeah, I'm sure. Did they need to make the horse ball shrink in the yeah. cold weather? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm sure they will be critically acclaimed. They will sell a ton and all that stuff. But damn, like if, if that's what it takes, you know, it's just a video game. Yeah. In the end. I don't know. All right. Well, one of the biggest video games of the year, every year, Call of Duty. Black Ops 4, we have some we have some data. We do. Regarding digital sales, just sales in general, Black Ops 4 breaks its record, breaks a record for PlayStation Store's first day digital sales. We've been seeing things about uh it's selling better digitally than it do and uh selling worse uh in retail this year. Just in general. I think that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of mostly an online game. Yeah, those games on a disc does not have much value. Mm-hmm. Like I think of Overwatch, and I look at myself and go, "Why did I buy Overwatch on a disc?" You bought Overwatch. Oh, yeah, on- <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I did I'm not like, "No, you were that guy." Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think about it now. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Destiny 2, I bought digitally. Yeah. Because it just makes no sense. Yeah. It just, it, to me, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's there's numbers. But yeah, it, it broke it broke its own record. Call of Duty World War II being the previous record holder. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of good buzz around Black Ops 4. Yeah, I've been seeing Surprising. cool stuff. Uh, I... I <laughs> I think the blackout thing is the thing that yeah. is the buzz around. Um, I haven't really seen too much buzz around the multiplayer, and I don't know. That that's the yeah. thing that made me hesitant. I was like, man, is the multiplayer weird? Are they are they? I've been seeing stuff where they're like pushing you to do the objective modes and trying to bury team deathmatch. Yeah, and and I feel like when you talk about Black Ops Four, you talk about blackout. Yeah, you're not really talking about the multiplayer. Or- Zombies or the, as much. Well, zombies, it's like, uh, it is the most zombies content that has shipped with a Call of Duty product. Yeah. So I I feel like there there's a lot of value there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've enjoyed watching people play Blackout, though. Yeah. Because, uh, like, like I've said before, I'm not a solo Battle Royale guy, but I love watching people play. Yeah, play I've, I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Jeff play. Yeah, Jeff that's what I. That's what I was watching. I love. Did you see him land that helicopter yeah, on that warehouse? I, I fucking loved that. I also loved when he jumped out of the helicopter and tried to jump down. That, that seems like face. a very interesting tactic. <laughs> <laughs> and it almost worked. It was so close. If he was just a little bit better at shooting. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm. I'm interested to play that on. I don't know, man. I I just don't know if I want to hook up my Xbox anymore. I don't know. Well, I can, was can, thinking... Can, can we agree to play this on PlayStation? I, I was thinking if I do pick this game up, I'm, I'm going to do this one on PS4 yeah. because there's... Um, we have more people to play there. Exactly. And like Keith's buddy, Rich. Yeah. He He's like all over this game and he doesn't have an Xbox. Yeah, so I'm like, well, we well, all want to play together. You know, that might be the thing to flip me on to, on the Black Ops 4 because I want to play the Blackout mode. I I am a solo Battle Royale player, but mm-hmm. I would I like to do squads too because that can be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Eventually, I, I I could see myself getting this. Yeah. Eventually. I'm looking for a Black Friday deal. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Because I took the bonus copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey that I had, traded it in, got good credit, and found a used copy of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh. So I got that huh. for practically nothing. Um. But that's the thing. I don't think I'm getting around to playing Tomb Raider anytime soon. So if you want to borrow it, oh, feel free to take it. Okay. And, and if you want to borrow it and, and play it to, you know, talk about it here and play through it or whatever, uh, you can borrow. Because like I said, I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I mean, you know how I play. Destiny. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like Keith. I'll actually finish. Yeah, the game and, and, get it and back I, to I you. know you, you'll you'll play it and get it back to me. You know whenever but like i said i'm not going to get to it anytime soon but something i wanted you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm like i do really want to play this game at some point you know even though tomb raider has not been i feel like it's kind of it, it really came went yeah in a it's way like not that it's a bad game i'm sure it's it's cool i feel like it, but, it came out with a bang with the reboot and then it's just fizzled ever since yeah yeah and they, they really just yeah, Square really just kind of screwed that franchise a little bit. Like Tomb Raider sold so fucking well, and then it's like, nah, you didn't you didn't sell well enough, buddy. Uh, and it was a great game. Then Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out, you know, wasn't just put it on Xbox. Yeah, that was, that was a weird <laughs> timed exclusivity. Like, why let's put it just that? on Xbox One and come out the same day as Fallout Four. Why not? And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Let's put it the week after Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It's just like they, they just screwed this franchise in one way along the way. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited of Black Ops. A, a number to throw out there. Uh, $500 million in the first three days. That's, wow. that's pretty good. That's big money. Big, yeah. big money. I mean, you expect that from a Call of Duty anymore, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have a ton of like special editions and stuff, but I'm just curious what a raw sort of estimate would be. Five hundred million dollars divided. Where's my fucking button? Here it is. Fuck it. By sixty equals about. It's probably less than that due to special editions potentially and stuff, but about 8.3 million copies in three days. That's a lot of people out there playing the Black Ops. Holy moly. And if that's the case, maybe this will be the best-selling game of October. I don't know. Do you think it'll be Red Dead? I I don't don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how big their their day one sales is. Yeah. It'll be a bloodbath yeah. between these two. Yeah. Because GTA Five obviously beat Call of Duty, but it was also Call of Duty Ghost. Okay, yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. people are enjoying Black Ops 4 because, of you know, it's Black Ops and then they have the blackout. I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting thing to keep an eye on. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to those NPDs. A lot numbers. of good games coming out this year. And a game I'm looking forward to playing possibly couch co-op or not co-op but on the same couch as you was hitman 2 yeah i i feel like that's a game we should we should play together i 100 percent agree with that maybe not necessarily multiplayer but just sitting on the same couch and Mm -hmm. taking turns at it also Uh, like there's you know they're throwing all the hitman 1 stuff in here i never even played through that so it's like 
you know, just go get Hitman 2, and now you have a lot of Hitman mm-hmm. to play. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but some interesting <laughs> I Hitman <love> this. 2. <laughs> Hitman having uh, elusive targets. Uh, Hitman 2 being the same. It's the first elusive target has been revealed. Oh. You're targeting the man who always dies, Sean Bean. Yeah. Uh, he will he will be the first elusive target in Hitman 2. I believe that's... Oh, man, that's... I think... Mm, I didn't see the date here. I saw a date somewhere else. I think it was like November uh, 20th or something like that. I think the game releases on November 11th or something like that. Oh, man. Let me see. Uh, Hitman... To release date November 13th is when it releases and I think like a week after is its first elusive target mm. so yeah we'll be able to hunt down Sean Bean that's just awesome I, I, I love Sean Bean but yeah I mean the joke with him is that he literally dies in just about everything he's in he doesn't like long term commitments <laughs> no he doesn't he's, he's okay with dying yeah so I mean, yeah, and cool. it, it was it was a pretty cool trailer they put together for it too. I watched that. It was yeah. Didn't they have some other big names for the first one? Oh man, uh, Hitman One Elusive Targets. Yeah, that's what I'm looking up. Um, yeah, because first one I thought they had some interesting people. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a game I'd I'd really like to. Uh, I. I if you would like to, I would like to do yeah. video series of that if you if you don't mind. Sure. That and would we be fun. Put that up there on that plugged on vids. Have a series. Have a have a playlist. Potentially. But yeah. Yeah. Hitman. Hitman. There was a bit of scary news that I saw pop up on Twitter earlier in the week. Of a PlayStation message being sent out that was crashing PlayStation 4s. I I first saw this on Twitter. And apparently there was this message that was going out to people that would pretty much break your PlayStation 4. But not really. It wouldn't actually like kill your PlayStation 4. um, But it would you wouldn't be able to boot it up. Gary Busey. Gary Busey was it. That's who it was. Okay. Anyways, continue. But yeah, there people playing online matches getting crashed out once the notification popped up with the message and stuff like that. Uh, there was a fix uh, put out. Uh, you could go into your message app. and you're In the mobile app, you can go into your messages and then uh, go into safe mode when you boot up your PlayStation 4. Which basically, I think safe mode is you just hold down the button or something like that until yeah. it beeps three times. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this was this was a really scary thing. Like if you just if you didn't have your messages sent set to uh, friends only or something like that, like just anyone could message you this thing and knock you out of your PlayStation Four for a little while. But yeah, really weird, really weird that this thing just now popped up. Yeah, because that that's that sounds like something you would you would find like early on in a console, right? But uh, maybe it was recent firmware. I don't know. I don't know. They they did send out a update recently, yeah. so I don't know if that was you know to fix this issue or not. 
but but yeah, just a bizarre thing. I'm I'm glad I certainly didn't get hit with it. Yeah, I I had already had my privacy settings to where only friends send me messages because if you don't, you get these spam messages. You from know, people you trying know, to get I, you into sex chat rooms. And I all should that probably uh, switch that because I get so many messages of just random people. Hi, that I'm just a 23 year old female. Well, I don't even get that. I just get hey. Oh, and it's yeah. just like a mm-hmm. random person. I'm like, go away. No. <laughs> I, I need to set that on Xbox, too, because last time I was playing uh, Call of Duty on Xbox, people were, because I was doing good, children were accusing me of hacking. Of <laughs> mm. course. It's Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, well. Good thing. So if you got hit with that message, again, just go into your, uh, get the PlayStation mobile app, go into your messages and delete it, uh, and then boot your console in safe mode. Use option five, is what it's saying here in the tweet they sent out as a response to a asking for a solution. All right. Tyler, there are new games this week, as there are every week. I think there are a lot of new games this week. Yeah, there. I don't know. It's it's a pretty average week, but average being too many video games. Yeah. Do you want to get us started here while I pull up content for later? Let's do it. How about Crayola Scoot? Digital and retail. Creativity wins in this colorful freestyle scooter championship. In Crayola Scoot, more tricks mean more color, and color can change the world in impossible ways. It's time to mark, make your mark on the Scoot Park. <laughs> mm. Okay. That is, uh, I guess, an official Crayola Crayon video Yeah, it has game. the registered trademark up there. Yeah, it's an official licensed video game. Okay. Next up, we have a PlayStation VR title, Drone Striker. Artificial intelligence has been developed to replace police and military to uphold world peace. Doesn't that sound like a great idea? Yeah. (laughs) But the AI defense network became self-aware and judged that humans were the largest threat to the world. True. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. You know, we... (laughs) Reports out there saying that this planet will be forever changed by 2040. Would not surprise me. Yikes. Mm. You know, we might be alive but then, too. Oh, well. Fast Striker. Maybe we'll play that by 2040. On Vita and PS4, it's cross-buy. Fast Striker is a 2D vertical shoot-em-up. Blast through six action-packed stages and encounter huge boss battles. Four game modes and an elaborate scoring system and adjustable screen and control settings. Thank you. We'll bring back classic arcade memories. Mm. All right. For Honor has released its large expansion this week. Marching Fire. For Honor, Marching Fire Edition. Join the fight as a knight, Viking samurai, or Wulin warrior, and fight for the survival of your people. Play in a variety of thrilling modes, including PvP, story campaign, PvE, and co-op. Okay. Man, For Honor is a thing I'd love to get into, but... I feel like I'm so far behind that I just get my ass kicked. Yeah, me too. I played it once. Uh, One of our buddies brought 
brought it over and I fucking loved playing it. And then I went, I will never play this again, probably. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just time. It was really, really rad to play. Mm-hmm. Like the different stances you could do and it was it was fun. Gnome Gnome's Garden on PS4. Head out with the gnomes on a journey in this exciting fantasy strategy game, Gnome's Garden. Construct buildings and manage resources. Use powerful magic and restore ancient magical gardens. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of the work that I was doing this morning. Yeah. Halloween Forever is the next video game. PlayStation 4 and Vita. Something mysterious is happening in the pumpkin patch this Halloween. You control Pumpkin Man, a humanoid pumpkin thing animated by occult forces on a quest to discover why things are so creepy. And you vomit candy corn. I mean, candy corn is pretty much just vomit. I hate candy corn. Where do you stand on candy corn? I like candy corn. Oh, fuck. I think I already knew this. I love candy corn. It's hate probably chocolate, love candy corn. Yeah, it's probably my favorite Halloween candy. Really? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? No, I'm not. I love candy corn. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, now, yeah. Starburst isn't even better for you? Well, I, I could maybe go with Starburst, because Starburst is, is lit. <laughs> Hell, I'm like, but it is pretty high up on my list. I'll what say. about Twizzlers? Is, is Twizzlers up there? I'd rather have candy corn. That rather, I, I love Twizzlers, but I'd rather have candy corn. Fuck! <laughs> I'm probably a crazy man, but I'm okay with that. Uh, Heavy Fire, Red Shadow. In Heavy Fire, Red Shadow, tension between a bold North Korea, which has managed to unify with South Korea entirely on its own terms, and the United States has gone beyond its breaking point. Oh, fuck. This... Oh, fuck. This is too real. Too real! Yeah. Okay. Man. They keep putting out these Jackbox Party Packs. Yeah. And this week we have the Jackbox Party Pack 5. It's the biggest party pack yet with five party-saving games, including the return of the classic pop culture trivia mashup. You don't know Jack. Use phones or tablets as controllers and play with up to eight players, plus an audience of up to 10,000. Oh boy. Next up is Lego DC Supervillains. Digital and retail. It's good to be bad. Players will create and play as all new supervillains throughout the game. Unleashing mischievous antics. Wrecking havoc in an action-packed story. Mm. Cool. Things that will come out every year. Lego video games. Yeah. Or it seems like almost every three months. (laughs) All right. Next up, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 on PlayStation 4. NBA Arcade Action is back with NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. The sequel to the original Smash hit, Take Street Balling to the Next Level. Pick your team and get ready to jam and ball without limits. I liked your tweet the other night yeah. about Vince Carter still hooping. Yeah. Motherfucker's always 41 fucking years old. <laughs> Motherfucker's 41 years old playing for the Hawks. 
<laughs> it is crazy. That's very old for a basketball player. Yeah. Like, I remember him playing when I was a kid in middle school. Yeah. I do it so old. He's been playing for... Oh, my God. Yeah, got to get, gotta get that paycheck. I don't know. He's been playing for almost as many years as I've been alive. Yeah, it's crazy. Vince Carter, trucking along. Uh, Palm Reading Premium. Palm Reading Premium is the most luxury and professional palmistry in cryology software out there. You can use it to analyze, read, and master your palm lines and palm fingers without knowing anything about hand reading. <laughs> what? Great. <laughs> Great. That doesn't even sound like a video game. I mean, that's the uh, that's the rip-off street, ma- street magic that they're putting into a video game to rip you off. Yeah. On street magic again. <laughs> oh, all right. Next up. Phobos Vector Prime, the first ring, a PlayStation 4 game. Discover the origin of the Renegade faction with its leader, J.L. Brown, in the first single-player campaign of Phobos Vector Prime, the frenzied third-person shooter arcade. What does J.L. stand for in J.L. Brown? Joseph Levitt. Okay. Sure. Uh, next up is Pipe on PS4. Nice. Pipe is a physics-based BMX experience designed to simulate realistic BMX motion. Perform over 50 aerial stunts, grind any corner, and get big air in the pipe. Mm. Oh, shit. I like stunting. Give me that pipe. All right. Next up, Resonance of Fate. 4K slash HD edition. So I'm guessing this is a remaster or something. Yeah, I guess. The fate-changing multi-gun battle RPG is back with a new 4K slash HD edition. Get involved in acrobatic gunfights while determining the destiny of a devastated Earth. Never heard of that game. Next up is Riot Civil Unrest. Riot Civil Unrest is a riot simulator that places the player in the heart of some of the world's most... Fractious clashes. Mm. I don't know about you, but that that um art is a little hard art on the eyes. eyes. Um, you heard it here, folks. Art bad. Yeah. Mm. One would say it's a sin. And the next game, Sinner, Sacrifice for Redemption, a PlayStation Four game. Rise from the depths, a crumbling kingdom. And to the challenge of defeating increasingly difficult demonic bosses. Choose aspects of yourself to weaken before defeating the avatars of sin. Update. Yes. Resonance of Fate is a role-playing video game developed by Triace and published by Sega for the PS3 and 360 in March of 2010. Oh. Huh. So there you go. Well, Tyler, I'm really excited for this next game. Give it to us. Soul Calibur 6. Are they really putting Geralt on the cover? Yeah, he's the guest character. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Digital and retail. Introducing the newest entry in the Soul Calibur series. Experience all new gameplay mechanics with the most powerful graphics, the the weapon-based 
fighting genre has ever seen. Does so your soul still, still burn? Yeah. I haven't oh. played Soul Calibur in so long. Excited. We'll probably play together sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh-oh. Starlink Battle for Atlas is out this week. Cool. Lead a group of pilots as you build a starship, explore the Atlas star system, and battle the vile Grax and his Forgotten Legion. Gain the advantage against the Forgotten Legion with the entire first collection of pilots, starships, and weapons. Sweet. Forgot that's out. Although I feel if you want that game, you should probably get it on Switch. Yeah, I heard, I heard things about uh, you should also buy it digitally because you don't necessarily need all the toys and stuff. Well, that would be nice if you didn't. Next up is The Hunter, Call of the Wild 2019 edition. I feel like there has been so many of these fucking games out recently. Dude, it's hunting season. <sighs> it is. My neighbors actually just went up. Uh, they're going out uh, hunting up uh, in New York. Oh, I wow. To, I have to take care of their quail. Oh, they, quail? I have, to, I have to feed their quail. Oh, shit. Uh, experience the thrill of the hunt in a visually breathtaking, technically groundbreaking, vast open world. Explore the atmospheric single-player campaign yourself or go on the ultimate hunting trip with friends. Technically groundbreaking. Buzzword. Buzzword. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to look this up. All right. While you do that, I will read off the description for Warriors Orochi 4. The last game on this list. A dream collaboration starring heroes from Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors. Introducing magic to the series, you can now experience even more thrilling and intense Musou action. Tyler, what can you tell us about Hunt the Hunter? Um, okay. So I have the Hunter Call the Wild, and um, the first thing that pops up is THQ Nordic, oh. followed by Avalanche Studios. Um... Okay, is THQ Nordic really publishing this? <laughs> what aren't they publishing? That's what? The, that's the better question. Here, here you go. Is this technically groundbreaking to you right now? We're looking at some beautiful vistas. Oh, let me. I, it it does look here. prettier than I thought it was going to be, but I wonder if this is some render trailer. There's a moose. Ooh, nice, nice shadows on on that on the oh, on yeah. the plains there. Okay. Nice, beautiful lake. Yeah. Ooh. Are those the mountains from uh, Forza Horizon? It might be. <laughs> Got some beautiful vistas. Yeah, I mean, it, if this trailer is representative of what you see in the game, it does look pretty good. Yeah. But I have my doubts. Because hunting games have not necessarily Not been greatest. good. Yeah, no. Here's some, here's some raw gameplay. Let's do raw this. Raw gameplay. Gotta skip this ad. I wonder if the, is this... Oh, it's the Sean Bean trailer for Hitman 2. Okay. All right, let's, let's, let's get into this. Here. I mean, that looks like a loading screen. That's, yeah. This looks like some menus. He's, is it, is, is, are hunting games RPGs? Maybe. But, wow, you got perks. Oh, my God. Skills. Dude, Tyler, I think we need to, we need to do some <laughs> research. We need to investigate. You got a hunting log. Oh, man. Hunting games. Oh, this looks like it's running on... PC maybe? Xbox One actually. Are you sure? 
Oh yeah, okay. It says oh. it in the title there. Wow, this this honestly looks better than I thought it was going to be. Wow. Huh. Sorry, hunting video games. Yeah. We doubted you. Well, at least this one. Yeah. This we, actually we looks pretty decent. Other games. Yeah. This dude, he has his phone out or something. He's tracking. Oh, he's got a he's got a rifle out. No. He's gonna shoot this deer. Is he gonna get him? Oh, right on the head. He's he's a little bobbly. Gotta hold in your breath, buddy. Oh, no. Uh, maybe uh, maybe he's just he's just looking at yeah. it. Maybe it's not what he wants. Because, you yeah. know, you only have so many tags when you're hunting out there. You yeah. can I know. Make sure you want to get your money's worth. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I can't believe, though, just to jump back to the last game you read, that they're still making Warriors or Orochi games. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I remember playing the first one, and I loved it because I'm like, oh. <gasps> They're putting Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors together, and now it's like, wow, they're still making them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like those games, will, they'll keep making Musou games forever. Yeah. Musou games are extremely exciting as a kid, in my yeah. opinion. I, I mean, they're a spectacle. Them. Just taking yeah. down a shit ton of small enemies. Dude, I played the living shit out of Dynasty Warriors 4 and 5. And then, especially five, and then Samurai Warriors one and two, and then that's kind of where I drop off. But I would play like the Extreme Legends games they would do, and then the uh, Empires game. Oh my god, Dynasty Warriors five Empires! I love that game back in the day. Yeah. All right, Tyler, it is time for the game we play. I guess now now we play this game <laughs> where you guess if the name I am saying is a Dragon Ball or a football player. <laughs> Tyler, I've got 10 names for you this week. All right, all right, all right. Last week you got 7 out of 10 correct. A lot of them purely out of guessing. And now it is time to trick you. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. The first name, Shoe. <laughs> like uh, shoe that I wear, shoe? S H U. S H U. I'm going to say that is a football player. Wrong. Are you serious? Uh, it, wow. Shu, I will tell you, is Emperor Pilaf's uh, <laughs> assistant, or one of his subjects. All right. All right. The next game, I mean, not game, uh, next name, name and game, kind of rhyme. Deli Alley. Deli Alley. I'm going to say a football player. That is correct. All right. He plays for Tottenham, one of my most hated teams. I hate how, do you, how could you hate Tots? Tots? Dude, Tots. The rival to my, to my main team, <laughs> Arsenal. Okay. Zarbon. Zarbon. Sounds like a Dragon Ball. Is that your guess? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay. All right. Two for three. <laughs> Chiaotzu. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. Football. Wrong. Wow. Okay. Chaozu is a little 
He's a tiny guy. He's a tiny flying clown looking guy. Okay. <laughs> Want me? I'll, I'll actually look up an image of Chiaotzu and show you here. All right. Uh, I'm curious what Chiaotzu I think you're like. going to... Uh, uh, I think you're going to really like this character. <laughs> because, man, this guy dies a lot. Here he is. Oh. You recognize Chiaotzu? I've never seen him before. Honestly, he's a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Um, all right, let's see. Next name. Which one do I want to pick here? Diabala. Or no, Dibala. Dibala. Dragon Ball. Nope. Football player. He plays for Juventus. It's an mm. Italian team. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. You'd have to get the rest of them correct to match last week. Yeah. Monaka. Football. Wrong. What? He's in Dragon oh, Ball Super. Goodness. I could have sworn I've heard that on ESPN. <laughs> this just goes to show. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, what is his, that? In his native language, it means, I think his name means big nipple. <laughs> what? Because you notice he has big nipples. Yeah. He's, and he's got just an awful body. I feel bad for the man. Mm. All right, Tyler, you're already behind. Neuer. Neuer. Let's say football. You're correct. All right. Got one right. Mane. That sounds like football as well. Correct. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, okay. Goldo. Dragon Ball. Correct. All right. And last but not least, Deborah. Mm. I really don't know on this one. I feel like I could go either way. I'm going to say football. Wrong. Oh! He is king of the demon world in <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> All right. So you got five. You got five. half of them. You Damn. got half of them. Damn. All right. You, you went with some more deep cuts. I did. Which makes it more exciting because I truly don't know any of these things. Chu is a really deep cut. Uh, I want to say Goldo. He's part of the Frieza force as well as, uh, or no, Goldo is part of the Ginyu force and then Zarbon's part of the Frieza force. Hmm. Mm. Wow. All right. Yeah. You think we should do this again next week? I, I think we should do this until you run out of characters to, to use. Dude, I so I was going up, I was looking up a wiki. I was doing a little bit of research, a wiki of uh, Dragon Ball characters. Mm -hmm. There are hundreds upon hundreds, if not thousands, of Dragon Ball characters. Okay. A lot of them very <laughs> obscure and only show up in like... Maybe a manga, <laughs> or maybe just one episode. Yeah. All right. That's fun. But yeah, that is fun. Um, this has been the PlayStation Report, your source for, is it Dragon Ball or football? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
As always, you can contact us via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Leave a review. Leave a rating. Five stars, baby. Share us with your friends. And if you want to find me, you can find me at The Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, it has been a week. It's been a day longer than a week since we had to record last time. Yeah, we'll record early next week. Yeah, well. uh, yeah, early episode next week. We're going to record on Wednesday because we're going to be doing some fun stuff on yeah. Thursday. You could actually listen to it online, I believe, if you wanted to. Yeah, but we'll next... probably uh, tweet that out there, so keep an eye on the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have a good time, and we encourage you to have a good time, too. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and don't twerk on your boss's face.